Hello, this is Off the Record, a podcast brought to you by the Valdosta Daily Times. I'm Dalton, and this is my co-person Desiree. Hey. Today on Off the Record, we're on the record with Taking Meds, uh, a mathy punk band from Rochester, New York. Um, do you think you guys could introduce yourselves for me? Yeah, I'm Skylar. I'm Ben. Cool. So, um, y'all have been on tour. Uh, and it's been a crazy week this week, and I know that people are kind of tired of <laughs> hearing and talking about the coronavirus, but I feel like we should at least touch on it a little bit, and, you know, you guys can talk on it as much as you want to, but how, how is, like, all this affecting you guys right now? Um, I mean, it, I remember when, before the tour started... People were talking about canceling it, and we were like, "Nah, it'll probably be fine. Let's let's go out." And then over the course of four days, it it went from like some of the bands are dropping to like half of the bands are dropping to like all the bands are dropping, at least the ones that were going to be in Texas for the week yeah. that we were going to be there for South by. So then we were kind of like. Some of the last ones that were still going to go there. Um, and we've had about 50% of our remaining shows just cancel. So, yeah, we're now we're thinking about going home, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> South Flight was, like, one of the first things to cancel, too, wasn't it? Yeah. It's, like, way... They canceled way before everything else. Yeah. In terms of the current timeline, they had a weak jump on, like, everything else. Mm-hmm. We're, we're, like, living in a completely different reality than we were in, like, Monday. <laughs> yeah. Everything's changed. Um, did you guys, uh, I, I guess, like, it, are you going to be able to make it home? Like, it, yeah. yeah. It should we'll, be fine. We'll be all right. If you have to go home. That's the thing, is, like, we were supposed to play Lafayette, Louisiana tonight. That canceled. So the show after that is in Houston, and that's 11 hours in the opposite direction of home. So it's like, the farther we go into this, the more difficult it would be to get home, yeah. you know? Right, and we're counting on the fact that that show's still happening. You know, yeah. any of these shows could cancel last minute. Right. We're afraid <laughs> they of that. They could cancel exactly. when we're halfway used to, you know? Mm-hmm. And then you spent all that money getting there. and Yeah, to like, you know. On top of just like the health risks and everything. Uh, right. And right, it's, yeah, you can't help but, like, think every time you have a headache or something that because, like, <laughs> uh, I don't know, man, the other thing is I keep reading articles and it's like, oh, well, there's 50 deaths in Washington State, but only 500 cases, and it's only supposed to be, like, a smaller percentage, a smaller ratio there, so how many cases are unreported, so it's like, I don't know, dude, like, if you want, you can scare the out of yourself you know <laughs> it's a yeah it's a really weird time like we've been I've been reporting on it so much that I woke up today I was like does my throat hurt I don't think it actually hurt but you know it's in your brain you're just thinking about it yeah. you're like yeah. god this you know what right. if I'm also what if I'm secretly dying and I just don't know yeah but you know we we're part of the people who well I am where we're working from home for the next couple weeks like I'm having to report and talk over the phone and I went to a press conference where I had to elbow bump people instead of handshake and I was yeah. like this is really awkward like doing this but so that was a show last night though did 
Was there still a good turnout? Yeah, show was great last night. Good. Yeah, I, I think for like a Friday night, it, it seemed kind of light though. Like yeah, yeah, there were some more people there the first time we played there, but yeah, understand. Still right, it was still good. Like considering the fact that all this is going on and everything. Yeah. I yeah, I wonder if there's I there's no way to know, but like I wonder if people didn't come because one of the bands dropped, or if people didn't come because. They're just staying in. Mm -hmm. Probably the latter, you know. Mm -hmm. It could be both. I mean, like when a band drops, it's like, oh, maybe this is a real fear. Maybe I should stay home. Yeah. Right. Because nice it was the the band that dropped last night. Right. Um, how did you guys like get this tour with Nice? We have the same booking agent. Oh, okay. And we're friends with them too. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've seen like their their pictures and stuff. They have taking bed shirts on and everything. Yeah, they're our homies. Cool. Are they from New York? They're from Minneapolis, Minneapolis right? Minneapolis, yeah. How did you guys, like, cross paths? Just the booking agent? Uh, I booked a tour. Our South by Tour last year went through Minneapolis, and someone put me in touch with Roddy, who sings and nice. And Roddy booked us a show in Minneapolis, and then we, like, became friends there. And then that summer, last summer, um, we did three shows with them on our full U.S. We did, like... Illinois, Wisconsin, and Minneapolis with them. Elgin, Illinois, I think. And then, yeah, and then uh, Milwaukee and Minneapolis. And, uh, yeah, we were supposed to play with them in Minneapolis on this run. And it was going to be a really good show, I think, but canceled. Yeah, I'm sorry. No, it's all right. It's all right. Yeah, yeah I was about to that's say. the that's the thing, man. Yeah. It's like, oh, sorry. <laughs> it's so good. It Stay is. In your like I said, we. I mean, just our regular reporting has gone out the window. So, like everything I would normally write about, they're like, nah, we're just doing this, like, straight. So it's been a heck because all of our schools shut down and stuff. So like. Yeah shut down everywhere right yeah yeah uh across i know the whole state of georgia the whole state of florida uh, a bunch of other states i mean have shut down for like two weeks so that's where we're at but uh we can stop talking about all that um unhappy stuff and jump on to just a bit about your music kind of uh how you guys came together how long you've been together sure um well ben and i grew up in Honeyway Falls, New York, which is a suburb of Rochester. Um, went to high school together, middle school and high school. Played in different bands in high school until the very end. We started a hardcore band um, called Blunt Force Trauma. And uh, then what? <laughs> yeah, this guy went off to college. And I went to college, yeah. Ben, ben started Such Gold. I joined Such Gold. Yeah. We've pretty much been playing music together for like like 13 years or something. Yeah, that's, that's a long time. Yeah. <laughs> such Gold yeah. is like such a different like sounding band than like Taking Beds in, in like my opinion, I guess. But like, how, how did that like transition happen? Like wh where did this, this come about, like Taking Beds? Um, well, uh, I've, I've played guitar for a long time and like, um, had a lot of I was writing a lot of riffs yeah. uh, when uh, I didn't think they would uh, work with Such Gold as well. Such Gold was kind of a particular type of thing, and uh, 
I was just singing, not playing at the time, so I was just kind of itching to have an instrument in my hands, and Sky was like, you know, start, start a new band, and that's uh, sort of what happened, I think, starting like 2013. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so, and you were the lead singer of Such Gold, right? Yeah. So, like, I guess, wh- where did you come in with, with Such Gold? What were you doing? I played guitar. You played guitar. Okay, cool. And so, like, were you guys, like, writing songs together, like, for Taking Meds while you were at, in Such Gold? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Yeah. It was just sort of a way to put some of these guitar riffs into, like, songs, right? Yeah, like, for sure. Said, like, and, and, I mean, I think Skylar has always had a lot of vocal ideas, so it was just okay. sort of a good chance to get some of these ideas that we're both spewing out. Yeah. Know? That's cool. So where did the name come from? Taking Meds? Yeah. <laughs> uh, we were watching a... Talking Heads documentary, and I think Ben said it as a joke. And then we were trying to think of a name, and I was like, that should be the name. So then, yeah. I'm really happy you say that because, like, every time I wear a Taking Meds shirt, that's the first thing it gets mistaken for is Talking Heads. Yeah, the only thing that sucks is. Is they better than us? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's hard to beat Talking Heads. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That they're better than. That they're a legacy act, <laughs> and uh, no, I just people uh, people call us talking meds a lot, like in earnest. Yeah, and I'm like, uh, all right, that's kind of annoying, but that's only started happening. Like, I've only started noticing that this year. Yeah, but a lot of time, I mean, yeah, a lot of times people don't make the connection, so it's just like. It's not. I feel like it's not too referential, where it's like cheesy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it's not a. I don't know. I'm not gonna put any names yeah, on the list, but you know what I mean. Like yeah. where you're like, really? That's what you're gonna call your band? Ooh. Like, <laughs> like a stupid pun or something. You yeah, know. I so the I, uh, I don't know. Yeah, it just makes you feel like you're dyslexic or something when you're reading it and you're like... That's what I... That's how I want you to feel. <laughs> just make you... <laughs> Sorry to our dyslexic <laughs> listeners. Just uh, make you uncomfortable. <laughs> so, so how many tours have you guys done together? Uh, plenty. Like, uh... <laughs> Enough. I always ask, because I like to know, like, if you guys secretly hate each other now, like, if there's just built-up animosity, if you're slapping each other when you leave here. I think we passed that point. Okay. I mean, I'd say maybe, like, when we were touring together in such gold, I don't think we really ever butted heads, maybe a couple times. Me and you and personally? Yeah. No. I think I yelled at you one time when my record was, I lost my record, but that was just, like, you, me getting my frustration out. You, were, and then you I, yelled at everybody, though. Yeah. I didn't take it personally. I was like, I'm sorry. We've butted heads pretty rarely, but we've also, I don't know, I feel like there's other always other people involved, so me and Ben have always had the most in common, so it's like kind of on, on a team a little bit, I guess, I don't know. We've had plenty of opportunities to, to decide to not play with each other anymore. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah oh, that's know. good. It's usually cool. I think for... When we were younger, we probably accomplished it by just, like... And still, you just, like, know when to communicate and when to just shut up and, like, wait it out, I guess. I don't know. Just knowing each other for a long time. You know? Yeah, no, that that makes perfect sense. How much music do you guys have out now? Like, how much have you released over these years as Taking Meds? As Taking Meds, um... 
Two full lengths. Two full lengths. A um, demo. A demo, and then like a. You just put out a cover. Like a two song promo right? in between the full lengths. We just put out a cover. Oh. We have an EP coming out this year. So. You put out a cover of Night Swimming, right? Yeah. Yeah. And that's. Uh, so. <laughs> you seem to be a, a huge fan of Michael Stipe <laughs> from your videos. Yeah. Who is it? Right, yeah, no, absolutely. Who is it? Exactly. People here love him. I mean, people here oh, love yeah. R.E.M. Georgia. They're from, right, Athens and everything. But you seem, like, extra passionate, though, I think, than the average person. Yeah. At least you're not... Most people aren't taping Michael Stipe's face onto their suitcases. And well, stuff. yeah. Michael Stipe, if you're listening. Yeah, I mean, do you think he <laughs> listens to this podcast? He I could. mean, you know, it's maybe in Georgia. We'll, uh, yeah, maybe we'll just get it far enough out there. Welcome to Georgia. Yeah, I mean, if you're listening, nice work. Shout I think that I think the the funniest part about uh about that was I don't know, after I got the idea that I would just, like, idol worship Michael Stipe on camera, I was, like, going through pictures of him and uh, seeing the various stages of facial hair that he's gone through. Yeah, even, like, head hair. Yeah, like yeah. Hair hair. Yeah, but, uh, but, <laughs> but in all seriousness, I, I definitely, I've always liked R.E.M. a lot. I really like the song Night Swimming. I think it's a perfect song. So, like, why, why is that? Why do you love that song so much? Oh, it's a beautiful song. It's, like, it's super nostalgic for me because I, I liked it so much when I was a kid, hanging out with uh, one of my friends from home. We would always listen to it together in the car, like, at night when we were, like, 16, 17, like, smoking weed and, like, looking at the stars and doing all that corny shit that you do when you're that age but like I mean that's kind of what that song's about though right totally and it's like reminds you of summer and like yeah that time in your life which I look back fondly on that time in my life and also it's nostalgic but but it's still a really good song so it's like double yeah like well effect for me you know but what happened actually is a friend of ours was gonna do an REM comp and I was like, can we do this song? Because it's my favorite R.E.M. song. And she was like, yeah, sure. Or they were like, yeah, sure. And um, is that still going to happen? It, seem, it seems like it seemed like it was up in the air. So we were like, okay, um, can we just put it out? And they were like, yeah, sure. So, so we just put it out because we finished it in like, I don't know, last fall. Yeah. Where'd the uh, album art for it come from? Like the shadowy figures diving in. I found it. You just found it? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> cool. <laughs> yeah. I, I hope you got permission. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I didn't. <laughs> Shout out to whoever made that art. Yeah. Thanks. You, you also, um, y'all were working on a music video, right? Before the tour started? Yeah. So, um, how's, what song is going to be on the music video? Can you say? It's going to be a song from um, our new EP. New EP? Okay, yeah. cool. So is it going to be kind of like your, your previous music videos, like same sort of style? Or? Um, not really. It's kind of, it's still like silly, but it's like, uh, 
It's like a live, ba- it's like a performance-based video, but like stuff happens during the performance. Oh, okay. So that's kind of different because I feel like most of our videos, mostly just like, uh, like a storyline without any performance. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, oh, there's a little bit in the um, uh, shoot. Why? Why? Stranger Who's There's right performance right but yeah it's still like those skits yeah. and stuff in between maybe. this is different from that just because it's the storyline and the performance are like completely mashed okay. together oh cool there's not like it's not like from two different shoots you know yeah and, and so you guys do all your filming yourselves yeah well, i have we have friends that like help us okay my, my friend luke lecount and um he's a filmmaker in new york city and then uh our friend Brad Bush is like a, he's like a video, he works in like, he's like a DP on stuff, you know, he's like, runs camera, runs video shoots for a living. Yeah. So he's got like nice gear. So yeah, we're, we're lucky to have those guys helping us out. Yeah. And I, I think it's cool that you guys kind of like, you know, it's DIY and stuff, you know? Yeah. What are kind of your hopes for the future of the band? Like, where do you guys really hope this will go? I'm hoping that we can um, just afford to keep doing this and, you know, potentially get on some better tours, but also just being able to keep doing this maybe with a little more comfort someday uh, would be nice, but uh, yeah, just make it sustainable, you know? So, like, what do you mean by comfort? You know, we're not riding too uncomfortable right now, but... uh, Separate. No, not having to worry about bills at home as much and, you know jobs and uh you know in order to do this we have to do a lot so we don't mind we don't mind doing that but uh if we're talking goals for the future yeah that's totally fair yeah yeah it would be tight to do to do it for a living i mean we make don't really make i don't know it doesn't really feel like we fit anywhere so i wouldn't feel like i was betraying anything if we started like you know actually making money off of it. <laughs> uh, who knows? But yeah, I don't know. We, we talk about it a lot. I mean, I'm not... I don't think we're going to be, like, disappointed in any outcome, but we started this band as a way to kind of, like, not put limits on ourselves creatively. And I think we would probably have the same philosophy when it comes to, like the business end of it you know would be cool to play something big and weird or yeah or not you know whatever happens but yeah for now you know in the next couple of years it, it would be cool to get on some some uh support slots on bigger tours and stuff like that like Ben said yeah who would be like some of your dream bands to play with good question yeah <laughs> <laughs> Jawbox would be tight. Yeah, they played fast. Yeah, like, kind of. Yeah, the uh, opening slot on that King Crimson tour, dude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that would be so funny if we like became a band that opens for like Primus or something. <laughs> <laughs> we could start making our own fedoras. We just have to write more songs about like tuna fish sandwiches and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, we could get a lot of cross appeal that way. Yeah, yeah. I feel like Primus fans would be into taking that. Yeah, we really want to try to like reach the <laughs> incel crowd, you know. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
It's, it's an untapped market, surely. <laughs> Uh, so <laughs> moving on I guess <laughs> you, you mentioned Jawbox y- y'all played Fest um, last year Jawbox played Fest last year yeah, well, was yeah. that your first Fest um, no. as Taking Mints? no no okay w- when did you guys first start playing Fest? we played the past three years nice so 17, 2017 I think was our first year and did you play it before as Such Gold? Yeah. Okay, cool. So, like, how long have y'all been going to Fest? I believe 2010 was the first year that Such Gold went down. So, like, yeah, 10 years. There's been a couple couple years in between that we didn't make it down. But majority of those years, probably seven of them, we've gone down. And it's a great time down there. I mean, I would recommend it for anybody who's thinking about it. So, like, what, what, what is it like as, like, a band going down the Fest, especially a band all the way from New York, you know? Just makes you feel like a, a kid again, like at the toy store. You know what I mean? There's all these bands that you know. Some bands you grew up listening to. Some bands you just found out about. But like, there's good bands everywhere, and get skate from venue to venue and uh, see people from all over the world. And you can pretty much like meet most people, and they're they're cool. I mean, don't blame me if you meet someone that's not cool. <laughs> but you know, it's a great time. Yeah. So, um, do you guys have, like, any... Because you guys do, like, pre-show stuff, too, right? Like, pre-fest stuff? Well, yeah. Oh, uh, we... Yeah. So, like, do you guys have any, like, cool memories from, like, fest or, like, some of that pre-fest stuff? Um, one year I went down to pre-fest by myself because every, everyone else... I think maybe this was before Taking Mess played, but everyone else was flying in, and I drove down and just did pre-fest by myself and had the best time <laughs> yeah <laughs> and I was but I was already tired by the time everyone else got in how long of a drive is that it's a good question <laughs> I was going to say yeah, yeah. that's a it's a couple days so, I mean same amount of time that it would take to get here pretty much right so yeah 18 hours what, what um have you guys like ever been able to like meet some of the like bigger acts that play at Fest? Yeah, for sure. One time, I my favorite Fest memory was uh, they used to have shows like secret show, like unofficial secret shows, like late at night, and they kind of stopped doing that because I think the city was cracking down on it or whatever. But like Braid and Into It Over It and. I think Slingshot Dakota had like the show behind like a warehouse and the cops shut it down and like everybody ran from the cops. That was like 2012, I think. That was really, that was really fun. Because it felt, I don't know, running from the cops is fun. (laughs) (laughs) So how has like Fest changed over the years? Has it gotten like... Or it's got festy or festival I guess. A little bit smaller. Smaller? I don't know if it's got, I don't think it's gotten smaller. I, I think they, they've definitely put a ban on a lot of um, extra shows like that, uh, which is, under, I mean, it's a huge operation to, to actually run that must be a nightmare. Yeah. So, you know, uh, I think I think maybe they even have more bands than they did ten years ago. Like, True. I feel like it was like two hundred and fifty at some point. They didn't used to have Bo Deadly, right? 
They didn't used to have Bodelia. So that's they like have the outdoor space. Thing, yeah. I don't know. Other than that, it, in the past 10 years, it, it feels pretty similar. A couple venues have come and gone, you know. Um, different bands each year, but... Uh, yeah, it's a good time every year. Yeah, it's cool. I, I think it's just fascinating how, like, we get so many different, um, like, people, just, like, punks from all over the country come to fest. And even, like, out of the country, like, Germany, Canada, like, I met some people from out there. And it, it's just wild because it's, like, it's starting. It's just, like, such a small little thing. Yeah. And, I mean, so what was it like coming from New York down to the south, like, the first time you did? Because, like, first time I went up north, I was like, oh, God, this is very different. Like, I've always grown up in South Georgia, so, like, the first time I went out, I was like, oh, look at this world out here. Yeah. Cool. Uh, I've been going to Florida since I was a kid. A couple okay. of times I drove down because I had family down there. And, uh, yeah. So I had, I had seen the south. Um, it was now. It's definitely different to me, but it's. It was never felt like a whole other world. Yeah. It's just kind of like. Yeah, I feel like I've noticed you notice new things every time, but that way you sort of like get eased into it. So it's like, like I didn't start like noticing architectural differences until I was like in my later twenties. Because when yeah. I was younger, I was just like, we're on tour, let's get drunk, whatever, you know, and like. Yeah. So it's, it's I don't know, it's never felt like, with the exception of a few places in the United States, I've never been, like, too shocked, you know? Yeah. Where, where are some of those places that you were culture shocked at? I think New, New Orleans looks like nothing you've ever seen, like nothing I've ever seen. That's a good question, though. There's some towns in the South that, that just have so many churches that it's a little bizarre to me. It's it's like I, I don't think it's bizarre going to church. I get a lot of people do that, but it's like a church. There's like quarter. eight in a row. It's like how do you decide? I think Val Austin has over a hundred and fifty. Wow, That's wild, it, crazy! It's insane. We were just talking about that yesterday because uh, we were discussing like, oh, should we be contacting churches see if they're still having service right now? And our editor was like, "There's over a hundred and fifty. Just don't." We're yeah. like, oh, cool, cool. Never mind. Definitely remember. <laughs> My first times driving through like Southern Illinois and Ohio and seeing like aggressively anti-abortion and anti-gay marriage billboards and being like, damn. And now it's like, it makes sense like that yeah. <clears throat> it's, that they yeah. spend their money on that. And I'm not sure why you don't see as much of it in upstate New York. Cause it's not like upstate it's not like Western New York is like a super liberal place, but right. yeah, I definitely remember being like, "Oh, this is the this is the Bible Belt." Okay. Yeah, actually, if you ever drive from here through part of Florida, you can count the uh, abortion billboards. That's our game. That's not, that's not <laughs> <the game. laughs> There's so many. It's like that, and then like the Florida billboards with like the baby gators and oranges on them. Yeah, there's that. There's also those really like religious ones where they took weird clip art of like Jesus and like, flames, and they're like, the which side do you want? <laughs> I'll take the flames. There's that one that just says, "After you die, you will meet God." Kind of a hard billboard. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like black with white letters. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Could be a cool yeah. It's a Christian billboard or a hardcore record. I can't record. wait to meet him. 
Yeah, where I grew up, there was this big billboard, and it just said, like, Jesus is coming soon. And I remember as a kid, I was like, is he? Like, am I not making it to adulthood? Like, I was very concerned. I was like, oh. Oh, no. No, no. Not going to be an adult. Coming soon to a theater near you. <laughs> yeah, that's what it felt like. Like, it's coming soon. Anyway. Some of that stuff is, like, from, from like, a fantasy point of view, it's, like, really sick. <laughs> but then the fact that people actually, like believe it and like it's like the most important thing in their life is like maybe not as as sick i guess but yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> like so. the whole like brace yourself for eternity it's like F- yeah <laughs> so, yeah it's a weird time there is a walking dead zombie looking billboard that's supposed to be like scaring you into jesus i don't know i never understood it i was like so if we don't make it to heaven there are zombies According to that billboard, we're fighting zombies. Maybe that's just to appeal to people who like horror movies and stuff. Yeah, yeah like, like maybe said, if Jesus was a zombie, sick. like I'd be into it. You know, everybody's got their own outlook. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like maybe that would be your heaven: fire and zombies and yeah. staying alive, man. Totally. Who am I to say you can't have your own zombie Jesus? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, real quick, we didn't really focus on how many times have you guys come to Valdosta? This is our second time. Yeah. Okay, cool. So, how do you guys feel about us? We as love a city? it. Well, I mean, all we know is the DIY right. house. Right. So the community there. It's like, it's re- it's remarkable. Honestly, like I'm not even just saying that. It's like, wow, these like people just want to see live music. They're stoked and. I don't know if I should say this, but, like, if you, I don't know. Everybody, like, buys music there, too. And, like, yeah. it's different than, like, other places where you play house shows. You're not, like, you, I don't know. It's, you, I have a really good time here. And it's always, I mean, even like, you, like we were just talking about, like, last night was, like, less attended than the first time we played here. But both were, like, really, really good house shows where people were, like, stoked. Yeah, yeah, people here don't realize how nice Valdosta DIY House is in comparison to a lot of other DIY houses. Well, that's the other thing, and that's I'm glad you said that, because, like, he has that place, like, kind of wired like a real venue. Mm-hmm. And also, I noticed this last night when we were playing, but, like, I could feel the kick drum under my feet on the floor, <laughs> and I loved that. Like, because I didn't even have to, like, listen for it. Yeah, it's a bit intimidating sometimes. You're like, oh, God, are we going to fall through? <laughs> Dude, no. I, no, I, th- I thought it was awesome. But, yeah, I mean... It's like the old masquerade. He's got that place. There's outlets everywhere, like a real venue. He mics the amps. He has that TV screen that says to follow the touring bands on Instagram that he sets up. Like, it's really, really cool and, like, deserving of uh, recognition. For, for like all the work that goes into it. The kitchen is the gear room. The living room is where all the merch goes. It's like, it's not cramped. It can hold like a good amount of people for a house show. It's not in a basement where you hit your head, you know? Mm-hmm. They even have like that whole like backyard where you can go park and stuff. Like a lot of other places, they don't have that. Totally, yeah. totally. A lot of venues don't have parking at right. all. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So to have that at a house venue is uh, pretty wild. It's uh, it really is like a weird house 
because like it's built into those like shopping strips or whatever. Right. It's super cool to super have unique. them. Uh, I'm I'm a little older than Dalton, but you know, whenever I was growing up and stuff, you you didn't have like really cool house shows to go to and stuff. You know, we were going to like sketchy basements, sure. alleys, just wherever things were going to happen. Because in the South, it's not very common anyway. I had to like find it. But here in Valdosta, people were kind of starved for a DIY venue for a while. Yeah. So I think that that really stepped in. And I wonder if, I mean, if the enthusiasm comes from like, oh, shit, there's somewhere that like this is happening now. So right. like, we don't we don't necessarily care what it is. We don't have to have listened to it before. Like it's a touring band, so let's go see it. Yeah, I think there is probably some of that. I would guess. At yeah, play. definitely. I, I think you're right. But I think it's also cool when like I think a similar thing is happening in like Hattiesburg, Mississippi, where it's like, hey, like we've built this scene, and bands start being like. Oh, I never heard of that town, but I can tell that we should go there. And like the reason that we found out about Valdosta is because there's sweet shows that happen here. That's really cool, you know. What, what were like some of the bands that you heard that came here? Zeta, our friends in Zeta. Zeta, okay, yeah. yeah. Um, that's it. That's okay if that's all. <laughs> uh, man, I'm trying to think because our last show here was last year, and. I think I booked it, and I and it wasn't through Zeta that I found out, so it had to be, have been somebody else. But I can't; it's not coming to mind right That's now. Okay. Yeah, but Zeta's yeah. definitely like one of the bigger ones that came through, so that would. What I mean, since that show, I've seen like postings of like other bands that I know playing there. Like I, I know that it's like a a stop on a lot of circuits now. You yeah. know, that, that's really cool. Yeah, it, it, it's interesting to see how like the DIY community. Um, is so like interconnected nationally and not just totally like in the tiny region i guess florida and georgia sort of um you know we get a lot of cross paths because florida is just such an out of the way stop for a lot of people mm-hmm. so florida yeah. bands come out but not many people from the north go down into florida all the time anyway right so it's like <laughs> and we don't blame them florida's crazy yeah we know yeah. we know what's up Dalton's from Florida, so we just throw him under the bus. But yeah, no, they got some crazy stuff. It's 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 got its problems. They have wonderful news stories. Like Florida Man has done X, Y, and Z, and it's always like Florida Man stole an alligator from. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's weird how like the South is a thing, but then once you go past the South, there's Florida. even further south. There's like another New York that's crazier. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I guess not all of it. There's only certain parts that are kind of similar. Yeah, the Florida's completely reversed. It's weird. It's like the further south you go, the more north you go. Yeah. I will say Florida's never been like one of the places I've dreaded going on tour. That's good. At all. Like, shows are always cool there. You yeah. know? Yeah. I like playing Florida. Like, um, I, I guess Gainesville is a good yeah, example of like one of those cool stops. Like, where else in Florida do you guys like to go? Orlando's always yeah, been cool. Tampa. Yeah. Tampa's always been cool. They used to have a venue right next to the Tampa Skate Park. I'm not sure if it's still up, but they let us skate, I remember skate the park for free. That was, that was a really transitions art gallery. If, if it's open, it probably has a different name by now, I'm sure. Jacksonville's always been cool. Yeah. Um, do you all both skate? Yeah. Yeah. Our whole band actually skates. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. Have you all been skating like your whole lives or 
It's more or less on, on and off. On and off, yeah. We're yeah. we're not like great, but we can, you know, we can like <laughs> we can have fun at a skate park. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Our drummer can only ten stairs. He's he's good. Our drummer's good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's a, he's newer newer to the band, so I forgot that. He just, yeah, ollied a 10 stare the other day. It was crazy. <laughs> yeah. No big deal. Um, what's your drummer's name? Alex. Alex, that's right, yeah. And he just came on, right? He's filling in. He No, he's a, he's a member. Oh, he's, he's a member now. Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. He joined. No, it's, you're good. He okay. joined in the fall. Um, okay. We did have fill-ins for a long time, lots of fill-ins. So, yeah, no, Alex joined in, like, October, I think. Nice. Where did he come from? Do you guys? We we played shows with his band like years ago when he was like really young. He's from New Hampshire, and John, our bass player, stayed in touch with him because they're both audio engineers. And Alex Alex has filled in for us on guitar, bass, and drums. Oh, and uh, it was kind of coming down to like we need a permanent drummer, and he's a great drummer, and I was like. Would you want to do this? And he was like, "Yeah, let let me let me uh, finish school." So we waited for him to finish school, and then, yeah, <laughs> it worked out. <laughs> yeah. What do you guys do during the day? Like, what are your day jobs? Well, I I've been working at a restaurant for like four years, and um, right before this tour, I quit because I had so much touring lined up this year, and it, it was mentally not doing good things for me so now the tour is canceled <laughs> and probably our future tours will be canceled so i'm gonna go back home and find a new job yeah. hopefully something super good if anyone's listening out there i'm very hireable can lift heavy things and solve complex equations and willing to move to Valdosta. Willing to move to Valdosta? Question mark. <laughs> Preferably somewhere else, but you know, just wherever, wherever there are jobs available. Yeah. Give me a shout. Uh, I, I live in New York City, and I fix medical equipment part time. I work like the front desk at an office sometimes too, and mm. both jobs are pretty flexible for touring and stuff. So I'm pretty lucky. But I'm also about to probably not go back to New York City for the next two weeks because I sublet my apartment for this tour. And I can't really kick that person out. <laughs> so I'm just going to stay with my mom in Rochester, I guess. <laughs> it really complicates things, this whole uh, virus stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I keep seeing, like... Now that now that we're kind of thinking, oh, maybe we should go home. I keep seeing like, like things from bands that are still on the road, and I'm like, oh, they're still out there. Maybe I should be. And like, I saw like one band being like, we all had to sublet our places, so we can't go home. And I was like, oh man, that's me. Maybe I should <laughs> <laughs> never give up. But I, you know, I can crash at my mom's house for a bit. So yeah. So what what uh, do you guys have like coming up? Like any plans for releases, tours, anything? Tours are pretty up in the air right now. Right. Um, we were supposed to do a thing with Origami Angel 
in May. Oh, cool. Which would have been, yeah. which will be cool if it happens. Uh, yeah, I if hope it, it doesn't, it will get postponed and we'll still do it. Um, and yeah, we have that EP coming out. We have a bunch of announcements in store for that, like who it's coming out with and uh, like the music video, like we talked about, will come out. Um, we are doing Fest again. Yeah. Cool. And people can find your music yeah. everywhere. Well, yeah, and everywhere. And we'll be back on the road as soon as uh, it's possible. Yeah, I ho- hope you guys come back to Valdosta. Yeah, we, we will, for sure. Good. Yeah, sweet. Alrighty. So, I guess, uh, do you have anything else? You want? I'm good, I think. Alright, cool. Well, this has been Off the Record with Taking Meds. Thanks for having us. Turn